0: Previously on Unbalanced Encounters
1: The Lord Governor Hakoda Agra is dead You killed him yourself It's weird that the Lord Gov seems so chill with you having murdered his pap But also I can't imagine that that is a uh, a sentiment that is shared by every denizen of that big city
2: Probably not it's gonna be—it's gonna be a journey.
1: I can't believe you didn't know.
2: I mean, well, I told Dale. I was like, Dale, I don't know if you should, you know, you know, Katarin is kind of good consort and everything, so you know what that—that that means. My main job was making sure the Lord governor didn't get his head chopped off, and I failed miserably at that.
3: Now you're not gonna say. A word, or else it's going to be the last
2: thing you do.
3: Why are you here? How long do you plan on staying here? And what about Katerin?
1: You're pretty new with this whole uh, interrogation thing, huh? This will make sure that when you get to Agravar, we can have a chat. We won't be disturbed. Come be my guest. We'll find some time to talk. Elephants break through the tree line. It rushes headlong to the lead wagon, crushes the front of it. We're gonna need a few replacement wheels. Fortunately, we have a loyal town not too far away from here. As you get closer to the town, you start to hear music as a figure dressed in all black operates a life-sized puppet of Isaac Axe At all, and welcome to Unbalanced Encounters, the show that dares to ask, what if an actual play had more family drama than the Skywalkers? I'm your <laughs> host, Patrick Perini. <laughs> Say hi, everybody. Hello. Hi. 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 Hello. Hello. Howdy. Also impossible. Yeah, right? I mean, I, we're getting close, though. Like, we're getting close. I
3: do mm-hmm. not plan on having June kiss
1: her brother anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck's sake. We rejoin the six of you on the outskirts of a town. This town is a little farming village on the very outside edge of Agravar's territory, bordering on the western wheels. It seems as if at one point in time, it might have supported orchards and fields of grain and verdant gardens but this evening as you arrive it is mostly scrub grass and off in the distance you can see the desolate beginnings of the northern desert crept further and further south but the town seems to be having a pretty goddamn good time and you see this man dressed in all black, matte face mask, hands outstretched, holding sticks that operate various joints on this Isaac Axstromer puppet.
2: Um, Instinctually, if Isaac sees this puppet, he would put his hood up.
1: Uh, Go ahead and give me a the better of a stealth or deception check uh and I'm gonna say that this is gonna be sort of generally for whether or not you're calling attention to yourself uh you may have to make more specific ones if you interact with people directly but Mm -hmm. it's gonna be a pretty low dc to just kind of lie low uh just a 12 cool this was uh dc 10 just for nobody to kind of notice you in the dark how are the rest of you all reacting
0: (laughs) (laughs) I was gonna say um uh I think Stafford is probably just very. The fuck am I looking at? Um, and Spinks, probably. Isaac, is is that you? <laughs>
2: slaps slaps Mr. Spinks across the head.
1: <laughs> is this ordinary? I don't know what the fuck this is.
3: I don't think they captured your likeness very well. I mean, your nose is way bigger than that.
2: <laughs> well, you know.
1: I mean, he's also supposed to be like 20 years younger here, right? Yeah, and
2: I'm green. Why am I green? I'm not
4: green, know. I'm that,
1: blue. That does just feel kind of racist. <laughs> mm-hmm,
4: mm-hmm. Is this a cause for warning?
1: Well, I definitely don't think it's a guaranteed invitation. And you all see this procession move through the streets of this little town. And... The puppet master takes the Isaac puppet axe in hand and smacks it against the door of a house. The door opens and there's a family inside, you know, kind of two women and some some little children. And, And the puppeteer says, sisters, we're gathering support for the revolution. Fall in and give what alms you can. And some children kind of scamper around the puppet with a bowl. And one of the two women kind of reaches in, throws a couple of coins in, and the kids fall into the crowd. And they dissolve into a procession, bearing lanterns and chanting at the top of their lungs. And they turn a corner and start
4: to head off.
3: I think we should follow that. I want to I, I wanna know
2: what the fuck that is.
4: Why is there a giant puppet of you, Isaac?
2: cuz i what can i say i'm i'm a man that wants to be symbolized as greatness and this is one of those moments
4: understood isaac is
2: being dead ass serious to himself uh, <laughs> <laughs>
4: guard takes it that way
2: yeah he promised guard he'd be trusting, he'd be honest with them. so that's, i just wanted to I've make never, sure i've
4: never i will i have never and will never roll a deception uh, an insight check on isaac right correct it's one of guards things
0: meanwhile sphinx is just dancing around with the kids like doo, doo,
1: doo, doo, doo. uh has sphinx run into the crowd yes I need you, uh Spix is not trying to remain hidden by no. any stretch. I need you to roll me a performance check, if you'd please. Yeah. Oh, look like
2: another puppet, look like another puppet.
1: One of those dragon puppets, but just smaller.
0: I got an eight. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Do do, do, do do do. Uh mm, 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 mm. Revolution!
1: <sighs> God damn it, Spix.
2: I've missed that little guy so much. <laughs>
1: You see Spinks get ahead of the pack, and uh, on an eight, I think he actually fails to garner much in the way of attention. I think that the kids are so wrapped up in the novelty of this sort of puppet procession that there's only one kid that kind of hangs back. This younger, maybe five year old little toe headed kid who uh, you what? see.
0: The toe-headed What's toe headed?
1: Is his head misshapen? <laughs> it's T O W. It's blonde. It means blonde. Oh. yeah. Oh. Blonde. You illiterate fox. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen.
0: I've never heard
3: that. Toe-headed. I I always thought toe-headed was like you know the guys that their like head and neck are the same thickness.
1: No, <laughs> that's really good. That's though. what I thought. That's really good though. Uh. Oh, headed nope. ass, boy.
0: <laughs> this child of the corn is uh,
1: staring at Sphinx. Uh Fuck's sake. You look like a foot, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Could this long head
0: kid also look like a foot?
1: No. Maybe. A little Like a little bit. Really big forehead? No, That's not at all.
0: Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God.
1: The group of you see uh, Spinks just kind of having a a quick conversation uh, with this kid as the crowd kind of gets further and further ahead.
0: Hi, I'm Mr. Spinks. He says, still kind of jiving a little bit.
1: A talking lizard? Yeah? Mama says animals don't talk.
0: Who are you calling an animal? Look at me. I'm a god. Uh,
1: (laughs) mama says you shouldn't pretend to be gods because that's blaspheming
2: (laughs) pat gave us the warning we're we're in it
1: we're in it guys
0: (laughs) good thing i'm not pretending huh Mm -mm -mm.
1: well i I guess if you're not pretending but how are you gonna be a god when you look like a lizard?
0: You ever seen talking lizard
1: before? Well no, because animals can't talk none.
0: And hey, they go. Da, da, da.
1: Where did you where'd you come from? I ain't I ain't never seen you around town before and there's only and he kinda of holds up a hand and starts counting on his fingers. More than six people in town, but not you.
0: I don't remember. I just remember someone calling my name, and then like a rope, and then me swinging, and then me kind of biting on a thing, oh and it kind of tasted funny. And then all of a sudden I was kind of, there was elephants and then I was like, oh no. And then I was trying to attack this lady that was on the elephant. And then all of a sudden- <laughs> Smash we-
1: cut back to the party. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sphinx is just speaking with a child and is now about a half block behind this sort of general procession.
2: Um, Isaac would just get a scope of the town, just looking, do the people look, um, you said they're in, like, good spirits, but, like... What they're is
1: excited. The... You could give me an excited. insight check for more kind of okay, nuance okay, than that. Okay, okay,
2: okay. That's a six.
1: They're excited. Okay. Hey, they <laughs> um, Isaac, they are excited, and you specifically, probably more than anyone else, have cause to doubt whether or not that's a positive thing. And as you ponder why these people might be regaling or recounting you in this way you remember what day it is it is a day that you and dale and katarain will never forget
3: it's june's birthday
2: <laughs> <laughs> i mean you're not wrong but i think yeah isaac's gonna go his own way and try and get a read on the people
1: i think i think jethro actually sort of pulls okay. you aside for a second and he says um Listen, Isaac, I think you and I both know how bad this could break. Keep your head down. We'll both go the long way around. We'll try to find a carpenter without upsetting too many folks and get the hell out of Dodge before anything breaks weird. How's that sound?
2: I like that plan, Jethro. I'm glad I didn't stick my axe in your face.
1: Yeah, I appreciate that every day of my life. Um, definitely did not appreciate the number of times you knocked me off my bird. Uh, still have a broken rib, but, you know, in general, I appreciate not being You tuned. shot me multiple times. All right. All right. Point taken. Point Lead taken. the way. Well, Lead. I'm going to go let them know what the plan is. Why don't you kind of counterclockwise around the town? Oh, clockwise. We'll try to meet at the, the other end. Sounds good.
3: Uh, June is gonna take um Guard's hand and say, Let's go let's go follow them. Let's go see. I wanna make sure they're not like burning Isaac and effigy or anything.
4: Okay. <laughs> yeah, Guard, I don't think you know
1: what effigy means, yeah, but it sounds <laughs> threatening.
4: Yeah. Um, as we leave, I guard kinda like looks back as we walk away, guard kinda like looks back and tries to make eye contact with uh, Isaac to try to get like some read of like what threat level am I walking into?
2: <laughs> we'll, we'll be all right. God, it's just a bunch of villages enjoying the night. Uh,
3: June's going to lean over to guard. Isaac's acting kind of weird. And I don't, I don't think he's going <laughs> I want to, I want to see what they're doing. I want to see what this is about.
4: Should we be sneaky?
3: Yes.
1: Isaac is doing a sweep, trying to find a carpenter. I am going to follow along the other route. Seems like y'all want to follow this crowd. I recommend laying low and trying not to attract too much in the way of attention. But if you do find a carpenter, we'll rendezvous back here in under an hour.
3: Uh, Jethro, do you have a cloak?
1: Yeah, I probably. Can I borrow uh, it? Yeah, he reaches into a pack, pulls one out, uh, kind of <laughs> shakes it. Hands it to you.
3: Ah, oh, thank you. And she'll put hers on and then Guard, can I can I get on your shoulders? Of course. And she'll get on guard's shoulders and put the cloak mostly around guard.
0: <laughs> it's just this like thirteen foot tall person in a in a trench coat.
1: That is not inconspicuous <laughs> at all.
0: Harissa,
1: Harissa you bail him out if anything goes sideways.
0: Uh I will try.
1: Babysit him. All right. Uh, And Jethro takes off clockwise around the city. Uh, We're going to revisit Isaac here momentarily, but for uh, the moment, the three of you are alone.
0: Could I do? uh, I believe I have. uh, Pass without trace.
1: Yes. Hey.
0: Yeah. Yes. yes. That's right. Yes. The power.
3: The,
4: the Drake Warden's <laughs>
0: majesty. I'm so uh, glad I have that now because it's literally an elf and a golem in a trench coat. <laughs> nice.
4: Juniper. Uh. Yeah. We are like the opposite of that guy with the puppet.
3: Oh my God. You're right. Would it be better if you were a puppet?
4: Should I get on your shoulders?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, about- God, you're going to make me break out the carrying capacity chart, aren't you?
3: <laughs> I don't think I could lift you.
4: I was joking.
3: Oh, oh, that's a good one. Ha ha.
4: Ha ha.
0: Listen, let's, <laughs> uh, I think we should, let's just try not to be any more conspicuous
4: go
1: ahead and uh, i'm going to ask you all to give me a group stealth check you are not just trying to to be inconspicuous you are actively trying to remain unseen so we're going to do a group stealth check
3: this is with a plus 10?
1: Yeah, yeah plus 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh,
3: okay, I got a we... 33. Huh.
1: Fuck. 27. <laughs> a natural, Amazing. A natural 20. <laughs> a natural 20. Uh, Incredible. Pass on
4: guard shoulders. is the loud one. <laughs> yeah. it's,
1: all pack, pack. it's all space. It's all yeah, Spinks. It's all Spinks. <laughs> <sweet. laughs> <laughs> la, 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 in, in the middle of this, in the middle of this Pass Without Trace, Sphinx is just singing along.
4: Uh, <laughs> but from a, group,
1: from a group stealth check perspective, that is a, that's a, that's a successful 27. That breaks a DC 25. Nice. Uh, so I am going to ask Harissa, uh, what does this look like as you completely meld into the scenery of this town?
0: She concentrates and she close her eyes and and as she breathes out everyone just sort of becomes almost like they're made out of smoke so they're there but kind of someone could kind of mistake them for like a a shadow or a bit of smoke kind of like that miragey wiggly sort of yeah i think mirage
1: is the right yeah i think the
0: mirage sort of like shimmer um so kind of out the corner of your eye you might see something um but it you kind of look again and it's
1: okay. and it's gone mm-hmm. uh on a 25 you are all uh for practical purposes invisible to the crowd until you touch or interact with someone and then that will most likely force a reroll. Mm-hmm. but you can get as close as you want over here uh you know infiltrate the crowd to your heart's content so long as you stay within 30 feet of Harissa. And I'm going to give you all a moment to think about how you want to use that, because we are going to jump to Isaac. Isaac, what does it look like as you're kind of creeping down the sort of eastern streets of this town?
2: Um, At this point, and especially because Isaac is alone, um, he's kind of gone into this mode of soldier. In understanding that trying to get the lookout of the city where the guards are posted, how the patrols are rolling, um, who who would be a threat, who wouldn't be a threat um, if it got into a dire aspect where the best ways to exit said city um and then looking at what he had previously just seen i think that he goes to a place of what has happened because of my choices um and he thinks about that to the point where he starts to stumble just into More groups just trying to hear whispers and get an idea of what's really going on here.
1: I am going to ask you to give me a survival check. Oh, God. Uh, Natural 19. All right. Uh, Isaac, you clock that this town has a low wall around its exterior perimeter. There are four exits, one in each of the primary cardinal directions. There seems to be a main road that runs from the north to the south, and it is relatively well upkept. You assume that there's probably a square in the center of town where they meet. The road that runs east-west is a little bit more trodden. It is a dirt road. It seems to be a little bit less uh, prominent. Uh, But there are roads that sort of wind and weave in between the two of them, between what you probably estimate to be under 100 buildings in this town. Uh, You clock that there seem to be no active guards posted at any of the entrances or exits. You have not seen anyone so far that has been armed. You do not actually see a peacekeeping or law enforcement force of any kind in this town. Uh, But on a nineteen you do see, or rather, bump into a person. And that person is an old man.
2: Sorry, sir, didn't mean to bump into you. Apologies.
1: Uh, you see that this old man with sort of bushy, white mutton chops, a little bit of, a, you know, kind of a, almost a stetsony type hat. And uh, he's, oh, oh, no problem, partner. Oh, the fault is entirely mine. Uh, uh, can I offer you some beetle? And he hands you the little parcel of this leaf. And Isaac, you, 20 years removed from this custom and something that was never super prominent in Agravar, remember that some of the far reaches have this quirky little practice of chewing on beetle nuts. And on an 18, you put together that this is probably beetleback. back.
2: Seems as though y'all are having uh, some type of congregation this evening. Sorry, me, me and my friends, we had a um, an encounter with some bandits who wanted to, you know, just chat. And we're looking for a carpenter to help us on our way afterwards. But um, we just stumbled upon your little town and just wanted to see what the action's all about.
1: Oh, well, blow me down. I'm a carpenter. Ain't that a coincidence?
2: Nice to meet you. Nice to
1: meet you uh dwight dwight a fascinating name there stranger dwight you must be from the, the, the down of the big city dwight's a dwight's a big city name if you don't mind me saying show to your faces <laughs> i appreciate it friend um my name's Aisha. you you can call me you can call me asia uh named by our patron orakami the orakami curio thank you very much orakami uh, now, D- Dwight, my friend, my new friend, uh, you, 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 you plumb coming in our time, uh, you know, being late into our revolution festivities.
2: No revolution? You all know, starting something or, or finishing
1: something? Well I suppose we're starting something here tonight, aren't we? At least that's the uh the the, the, the festive motive. Uh the the ammo the, the of our celebration here is to celebrate uh the, the, the throwing off of tyranny as it were. Oh, and I'm guessing that green fella that's
2: uh, y'all have puppeted up in the front has something to do with that, right?
1: Ah yes, that's the legendary Isaac Axe drummer. Uh, he's uh, one of uh, one of two kind of local figures. You you must call it the Western procession. You you just you just plum missed the Eastern procession. We got the got that other puppet uh, that uh, I actually worked on 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 uh, on Dale's puppet this year. That was uh, that was a lot of fun.
2: Oh, extraordinary! You you're very talented. It was it was very lifelike to look at. Um, but if 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 you don't mind my need of a carpenter is more of dealing with um our cart our vehicle and um if you get a chance we would we would like for you to assist with that if if you have the time we we have the funds if, if need be
1: i'm trying to figure out what i want you to roll here because what you're asking for is fundamentally somewhat bizarre like contextually culturally right like this is a big night for his town and they don't get a lot of people through here in general um so i i i think i want you to roll a deception check for me Mm -hmm. um and uh it is it's not that you're telling him a lie per se aside from your name uh it's that you are trying to have him do something for you without asking too many questions. Uh, and so I think I am going to have you roll me a deception check, please. Cool. Uh, it's almost. Uh, that's a six. Ooh, that's going to be relatively easy to beat here. That's a 10 on the die. Uh, Acer kind of chews on his beetle and I a mighty odd time to have a breakdown there, stranger.
2: Well, what can I say? The bandits weren't very... um. Uh, respectful of our caught in this situation.
1: Tell you what, we're not but a block from my workshop. Now, if you don't mind me saying show to your faces, I think that you're telling tall tales out of school. I think you got an honest truth in you, there stranger, and I'm re- willing to hear you out if you'll come back to mine and have a good conversation with me. What do you say?
2: Well, hey, sir, I, I don't I don't see any. Any reason to get all up and antsy about anything like that? Having a nice talk with a respectable gentleman like yourself, I have no qualms with that. Let's let's do it.
1: And the two of you start to walk to his shop. And Isaac, as you walk, you catch glimpses of that second procession making its way through the streets of Beetleback. And you see the puppet of Dale Snowthorn. And it is. Well, you're not sure if Acer is just better at research than whoever did your puppet or what. But it's enough to bring back a memory. And we flash back.
2: Did not see this coming. Did not see a flashback in this episode at all.
1: (sighs) Nope, not even a little bit. Definitely not. Never. Isaac, you are sitting with Dale Snowthorn ringside at the dark abyss in the basement sort of impromptu fighting hall that has been assembled for tonight's well advertised secret match <laughs> and the there are two people who are absolutely slugging it out in sort of the middle of this uh the middle of this arena um one of them an elven woman with a mace that looks like it's made of absolutely pure fucking rust and some other poor creature that probably once resembled a living thing and you and Dale are kind of enjoying the invisibility of a crowd. And over the roar of that crowd, Dale leans in and says, Isaac, man, you know it's not right.
2: What, how bad she beating him? Yeah, I mean, listen, if if I got in the ring with her, it'd be a different story.
1: God damn it, Isaac. Have you not been listening to a word I fucking said this whole time? Well, yeah,
2: you were talking about, you know, all the... People. Uh-huh.
1: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Angry. Uh-huh.
2: R- rise. Uh huh. Uh huh. Angry. Uh huh. Rise up. Okay, I wasn't listening to a thing.
1: I mean, to be fair, for not listening, you actually got relatively close. Well, no, I closer mean, that's 90%
2: expected. of our conversations, is what I just said. So. And, oh, oh, I'm sorry. And Katarin, oh, her eyes.
1: He just thwacks you on the shoulder. And he laughs. <laughs> How do you deal with it, Isaac? Holding the position that you hold, and letting the Empress Art do what they're doing, and supporting a man who's thrown their entire weight behind it.
2: See, there's words that you're using that um, I don't use. It's kind of like how I watch this fight as he's watching the 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 Elven woman just pummel into him. The,
1: the Elven woman just picks up this previously humanoid form, uh tosses it like a softball and bats the mace upside the head and the whole body kind of trails off into the dirt.
2: See, Dale, what you see is two people fighting. Uh-huh. What I see is just a fight. I don't put names to it. I don't, I don't put a story to it. I don't, I don't try to think what ifs. I just get in order, follow it, and make it home to reap the benefits. See Dale, what you do, you, you put
1: too much care into you, to your work and that
2: care is gonna get you killed one of these days.
1: That care is gonna get me killed. Isaac, what happens when the well dries up? What happens when the people rise up against the Lord Governor and your reward stops coming in?
2: Well then, when they get strong enough for that, then that means that they earned it. And if they earned such a thing, then maybe I'll smile at what I can finally look at as a person. They're weak, Dale. They're weak. And if they get strong, then we can start talking about that. They need us to keep them in line, to keep this order going.
1: Right there. What you just said. They need us to keep them in line. We step out of the way, they'll stop being so weak. We help them. We flip the table.
2: So was that... The real reason why you and Katarine get along so well? You got some scheme to try to help the people, and do you see yourself as the new governor of said people?
1: Maybe I do. Can't say I've never thought of it before. You damn sight better than what we're dealing with now.
2: If you have a chance to do that, then, you know, maybe I'll give my axe a chance to uh, assist you. But until then, I'm going to enjoy this fight.
1: And as you say that, the head of the, we have to start calling it the victim now, flies directly into your lap.
2: Uh, Isaac picks it up. Mm -hmm.
1: And you flash back to Acer's workshop as you stare at a far more accurate wooden bust of yourself.
2: Oh, see, this is the one they should have put out there.
1: And we're going to jump back to the other crew. June, uh, you yes. are steering guard around to try to follow the crowd?
3: Yes. Okay.
1: Uh, why don't you go ahead and roll me a, uh, an investigation check? We'll get the help action from guard, if guard wants.
4: Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Guard wants. Cool.
1: <laughs> uh, so an investigation okay. check uh, at advantage, please.
3: Okay. The first one's a 16 cool. and the second one's a
1: 19. Ooh. Okay. Uh, on a nineteen, I see everything. A nineteen is 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 pretty damn good. You're um, so high up. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. From your elevated vantage, uh, you all manage to stick relatively close to the procession, mm-hmm. and immediately you see a few things. You see that people genuinely seem to be in good spirits. You see, again, sort of alms freely given. A couple of the older children have fashioned like twig swords and axes that they like wield as if marching to war um, and are encouraged by long suffering but genuinely amused parents. The chants are persistent and optimistic. And the crowd grows with every house that they stop at, and they stop at damn near every house, so that by the time that you see the Eastern Procession with the puppet of your father join on Main Street, practically the whole town is in town. This
4: is
0: so bizarre. Well, you come out uh-huh. to the sticks, and uh, things get a little wacky.
3: I mean, is this like a liberation festival? Like what?
0: I mean, they seem to be happy about whatever Isaac did. They seem to be, I think, they seem to be giving him money for it, so I assume it's good. Can I hear
3: any of the conversations that are going on around us?
0: Oh, that's a good idea
1: uh yeah on a 19 i'll I'll give you one you see two uh sort of older women that are kind of trailing uh you know kind of along behind and, and you with that 19 sort of see the bonds that connect them a little bit stronger than the web of the crowd and they are having a conversation uh in kind of hushed tones uh and one says Acer did a lot better on Dale this year than last year. I feel like uh last year's puppet would look kinda like an ogre. Yeah, I think an ogre's about right. It, that that puppet needed work. It's a good thing he got busted up in a fight. Every now and then we gotta build a new one.
3: She'll lean down to Harissa. Something about a fight? I think they're gonna have the puppets fight each other.
0: Hang on, I'm just gonna say. Because I've never seen Dale. I don't know who that other person is, do I? The other puppet?
4: No. Not a discard. There's another puppet? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Has it come out yet? Sorry. Yeah. I'm I don't think gu- yeah, I yeah. just
4: can't see anything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah,
0: guard, guard's <laughs> closed up in the cloak. I was going to say, I was like, wait, have I? Is it me? Oh, no, guard. There's there's now two puppets. There's another another person. I don't know. Is this someone he has vanquished before? I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I'll pull open...
3: The curtain in front of guard's eye hole, so he can kind of see.
0: Ooh.
3: I think
0: they're going to have them fight or something. I don't know. My money's on the, the other guy. I don't think Isaac's going to win. Uh, you do realize, Sphinx, that Isaac is still alive. In real life. So I'm assuming he wins. Oh, my money's still on the other guy. And my daddy, your, your money's on the puppet
3: of my, my daddy. That's your father?
4: That's your
1: dad?
3: Does it look like, it looks like Dale?
1: Yeah. It's really good.
0: Yeah. June, I'm sorry, I had no idea. Did, Oh, don't be sorry. I mean, it's a, it's a puppet. Like, this is just like, it's all, it's all weird. No, I mean, did Isaac have something to do with your father's death? I don't, it, no, no. I mean, it's,
3: it was an acc my my daddy's death was an accident and it was we don't need to get into it right now. It's, no, it's a whole of course whole thing. But I mean, yeah, let's go see if they're gonna they're gonna what else they're gonna do with
4: these puppets. We should not get too close. And guard when he says that, peering through the trench coat, is going to make a look at Harissa. Well, I can't, you don't have a face. I know, that's why I'm not describing it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just see this stone block turn my direction.
4: Yeah.
0: Okay, let's, let's um, just let everybody stay close and stay vigilant.
1: You all push forward and follow this now kind of twin procession uh, of these two puppets of people very close to you. And there are now dozens, maybe almost a hundred people that have kind of poured out in support of this procession. And they make their way to the town square where a riser has been set up and a pit kind of cordoned off. And as you get closer, you see that atop the riser is a third puppet of a wide-jawed, heavy-set, gruff, elderly man with vaguely orcish features and a regal agro robe. And as you approach the square, you hear, Isaac Axe Drummer and Dale Snowthorne, by order of the Lord Governor, Hakoda Agra I. You will fight for my amusement. And the puppets take up positions.
0: It's like those rock'em sock'em robots, you know?
2: <laughs> this is exactly how Isaac fights in
1: real life. It's the same way. It's, gonna, it's that realistic. We're going to jump back uh, to Isaac for a moment. What you think there, stranger? Pretty good likeness if I do say on my shield. And Acer is seated on a stool in just like Geppetto's workshop. Yeah. Right? That's what like, I'm like. <laughs>
4: that's, that's
0: so cool but so creepy. Yeah.
1: It is just everything's made of wood. Stuff that has no business being made of wood, like like jugs and plates and like a cutlery pillow? is made of wood <laughs> uh he's got all manner of you know kind of works in progress you know sort of hung from various hooks and strapped to the walls and piled in in heaps you could see ship's wheels and 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 you know kind of half mended carts and cabinets and dolls and puppets and bridles and saddles and tools And you are sitting on a long wooden bench that is in front of his sort of primary work surface, and you are holding your own head in your hands. Is it like spot
2: on besides like the gray? And yeah, is it the is it is it blue?
1: It is okay, it even has one of the teeth filed just so. Oh.
2: Isaac licks his tusk and he's like, oh, uh I assume this is how Isaac is supposed to look.
1: I I think there's a certain similarity, yes. Hmm. you quite the artisan. Well, most of the job is building boxes, so every now and then it's useful to be able to flex one's creative sensibilities, isn't it?
2: He looks around the room. Yes, every once in a while. Truly. Are are you any good with with, uh, cartwheels?
1: (laughs) Am I any good with cartwheels? Oh, fella, I do six cartwheels before breakfast. And he stands up and tries to do like a hand over feet cartwheel and just collapses onto the ground.
2: Oh, jeez. Oh they see i can't be you, you can't die here they're gonna
1: think it was me please <laughs> <laughs> never you mind stranger i'm just fooling you i ain't as and he cracks his back real bad surprise i once was um but uh the old hands are still nimble i can fix what needs mending.
2: probably not everything but at least the things that are needed
1: um now that's an interesting thing to say there, stranger, and I think it harkens back to an assertion that I made that you're telling tales out of school. You wanna stop being cryptic, you sumbitch? bitch?
2: Alright, AC, alright, alright. There's no fooling you, apparently. Um
1: I studied your damn face for now nice six months there, Ax Drummer. I know you when I seize you.
2: Well, I, I just didn't think it would be that uh, inconspicuous of me to just show my face all through this village when you guys are having a celebration of probably one of the
1: craziest days of my life. Well, if it's had a consolation, we all were plum convinced it was also the last day of your life. So, thanks be to the dead guys, I suppose.
2: Oh, so in this... uh dramatization I'm not only axe drummer, but the
1: one who gets the axe. You know, I've never done considered whether or not it was accurate, but uh you disappear at the end, hand in hand, with your brother.
2: Oh no. I I know the story quite quite well. I relive it almost every night. Whew. That that's you know, Can I can I tell you something, Macy?
1: I've been asking for you to tell me something for the last twenty darn
2: minutes. Okay, Okay. you know this opening up to random strangers, let alone your family, is difficult. All right, and I have met you for what ten minutes. This is I'm
1: not. Yes, but you're also trying to get me to do carpentry work now, ain't you? That is a bond of blood, my friend. No, it's a bond of wood. You just well, you know what they say. Wood is thicker than blood
2: that is accurate that is very accurate you are a wise oh fuck so what 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 do you want to know that i'm isaac axe drummer yes do i need your assistance in helping me and my compatriots get to agravar yes
1: why are you going back to agravar after being gone for all those years I guess. And
2: he's holding his head, looking into his own painted eyes. I guess for the same reason why I made that decision that day. I, I'm tired. I'm tired of seeing the choices of madmen affect the lives of all those who, who can't do more in their lives. I used to think that what I was doing was protecting the weak and unable and They were too stupid to do it themselves. But now I realize that individuals like myself have a right to protect those that
1: can't. And while I'm not sure that we need a hero, I am pretty sure that we could use any of the help we could get. Now, I don't mean to be presumptuous on you, but it's not every day that a legend walks into your workshop
2: uh, there's there's no legend in here except for an amazing carpenter I'm just, uh, I'm just an old man tired of running
1: I think that right there's the thing that you gotta keep in mind, my friend Running doesn't get you anywhere In fact, it takes damn near all the running you can do Just to stay one step ahead
2: Yeah, eventually they catch up to you And we cut
1: the puppet of Isaac Axstromer. Axes aloft, crossed over his head, stares down Dale Snowthorn. One axe over his chest as the puppet's arm is strapped with a shield by several overly excited children. And we see the Lord Governor puppet yell, Ready? Fat! And a dance begins, an intricate choreography in which these two puppet masters leap and bound at one another, fighting to the death. And it takes on almost this supernatural air as the crowd goes hushed and the tension builds. I'm curious as to whether or not any of the three of you are trying to use this moment of distraction in any way.
0: I think Sphinx has managed to get himself a box of popcorn from somewhere.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. a oh, 100%. Just, it's just
0: come out of, of nowhere. And he's just... Uh, I, feel like, uh... <laughs> I
2: feel like Mr. Sphinx can just break the fourth wall entirely and have a box of Mike and Ikes and some some yes. soda from the theater. Everything. <laughs>
0: It's very like Hercules, where it's just like <laughs> wearing merch.
1: <laughs> yeah, canonically, canonically, Sphinx now has a Dale Snowthorn uh, jersey <laughs> with the thumb. Like, He's got the yes. Thumb.
4: Yeah. yes, yes, yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> <sighs>
0: <sighs> Legit, that, That's that Sphinx is doing that. He's very absorbed.
4: Guard is very uncomfortable. Guard feels like this is going to turn into something dangerous and he doesn't know where that's going to come from. And he is also, I think, concerned that June is going to do something that is going to reveal their cover. So what Guard is going to be doing is kind of like scanning the crowd, essentially looking for the moment where this becomes dangerous, even though that might be very irrational. The other thing that he's doing is he is moving his arms in a position that he can kind of get a feeling of if June is about to leap off of his shoulders and to maybe prevent her from doing that.
3: June is trying to trying to lift herself up a little bit to get a better view, and she just keeps saying, I don't, this, that's not, that, this is not, that's not accurate. This is not accurate they would not do that they would not know they would be arm wrestling or something else like somebody has got this completely wrong and i'm this close to talking to a manager like this is not <laughs> and she's she's not being quiet she's she's upset she's not sure why she's upset but like she's
0: starting to get like kind of wound up a little bit june uh, it's it's all right it's it's all just acting they probably don't have it right, just...
4: I think we should go.
0: I think they need to do some fact-checking because this
4: Parissa, is...
1: I
3: mean, they obviously, they I have think no idea we should who they go. were.
4: June, I'm going
1: to throw you a curveball here, and <gasps> Isaac, you are in on this as well. June is not more than five years old. And she is awake way past her bedtime isaac you and dale are having a fight that woke her up what is it about
2: i would assume it has something to do with shipments
1: isaac i thought i put you in charge of defensive logistics for these fucking shipments
2: Oh, so I'm just supposed to tail all the shipments and make sure that nobody tries to attack them? I mean, Dale, you know, there's bandits out there. And it's very, very rare and important, basically, artillery that we're giving to the Empressar. You don't think people are going to want it? Accidents happen, things happen. You know, we just got to keep pushing on. There's plenty of it out in the forest. We can just get some more.
1: He sits down at his desk in his office in his chair and it doesn't fall to pieces under any other circumstances you know that i would agree with you but i swear to the gods isaac that if this high scepter character isn't satisfied with the shipment it's on our heads and he shoves a letter into your face Dale Snowthorn. I've received word that our latest shipment of resin was interrupted en route from Agravar. If it happens again, the full weight of the Imperial forces will come down on you and yours. You and Isaac Axstromer are guilty of murdering a Lord Governor of the Empire. And I don't care if I need to pull every last tooth from the head of that adorable baby girl of yours... We will have our resin, cordially, High Scepter.
2: Oh, that uppity some bitch! They're, they're bluffing, Dale. You don't see a bluff? My daughter! You son of a bitch! Oh, what? They're gonna come down here and do that? They take all us out, Dale. They can't get any more of the resin. June, that is when you
1: step into the doorway.
3: Daddy, Daddy.
1: June, honey.
3: I, I, I heard yelling.
1: I'm listen, sweetie, I'm sorry, June. You've gotta go back to bed. Where's where is your where's your mother?
3: I don't know. I what's wrong?
1: Uncle Isaac and I are talking about business. I'm I'm sorry, sweetie. Go find your mother, no, please. No, it's it's
2: it it's it's cool, Dale. You you take care of your daughter. I'm sorry. Lord Governor, you go
1: take care of your, your daughter. He shoots you the dirtiest fucking look.
3: Daddy And she'll. she like stomps her foot her tiny foot uncle isaac daddy stop i don't want you guys to be mad at each other so uncle isaac you say sorry right now daddy you say sorry to uncle
1: isaac june would you please roll me a persuasion check this is intimidation. What are you oh, talking about? Oh, yeah, no. Give <laughs> yeah. me All right, all right, all right. I'll add that one. I will eat that one. I was going to give you advantage, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Would you please roll me an intimidation check with advantage?
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, five-year-old intimidation.
1: Isaac I mean, automatically they're, fails. they
3: intimidating. <laughs> uh, 15.
1: Yeah. Uh, both Isaac and Dale fail this, and Dale...
3: She's cross-armed.
1: <sighs> You're right. Sweetie. Isaac, I didn't mean to lose my temper i'm just worried i
2: understand and I'm, I'm sorry that uh things have transpired the way they will but you know i would never let any harm come to you or your family
1: i know we've got to work this out though we've got to find a better way Jude, thank you sweetie but i do need you to go find your mom
3: We do not yell at the people we love.
1: You're right. We don't hurt the people we love either. That's right. And with that, you feel the gentle hand of your mother on your shoulder. And she turns you around and says, Darling, what are you doing out of bed?
3: Daddy and Uncle Isaac were fighting. They are being so loud, Mama.
1: Yeah, well, they're naughty, ain't they?
3: They are, but they said they're sorry.
1: Come on, sweetie. Let's get you back to bed. Okay. And June, in this memory, as you turn around, you see that the hand that your mother rests on your shoulder is the only one she has as her right arm is gone. You cannot remember a time in which your mother had both arms and as you start to try to force that recollection you feel memories rewriting themselves to adapt
0: Hello and welcome to the Midroll, your little oasis of calm between two sides of anxiety on whether or not Isaac will survive this episode. You're welcome. Did you know we have a Patreon? I'm sure you did. We talk about it often and I want to talk about it again, just letting you know that it is one of the best ways in which you can support us. If you want to see more content, you want to see it more frequently, Becoming a patron is honestly the best way to do that. And hey, I know not everyone is able to support financially, but you might know someone who can. So all I'm really asking is tell a friend about the show. Let people know we're here and help them get excited about us in the same way that you are. All you have to do is let them know that we are available on all the places they listen to podcasts and music all the time. We're also on YouTube and just send them to our website. Unbalancedencounters.com has all of the links to all of the things they'll ever need, including our Discord, actually, which is where they can come and hang out with us. And if you're not hanging out with us, you definitely should be. So all in all, if you can't be a patron, help us find people who can, and then we can give you more stuff. Win-win. Now I'll let you get back to this horrific Wicker Man episode. Enjoy. Bye.
1: As, June, we come back to you and we see you kind of struggle against Guard's gentle restraint and the panic of not being able to rely on the memory of your mom's silhouette and this sudden but becoming very quickly permanent change— those memories were the truth. This performance wasn't, but the memories are wrong, but they're becoming true. We see the puppet of Isaac Ackstrummer drop to one knee and bring the blade to Dale's throat. And we flash back.
3: God damn it.
1: Isaac Ackstrummer. You stand over Dale Snowthorne. At the end of a fight, watched by thousands and presided over by the Lord Governor, Hakoda Agra. What are you waiting for? Finish him! Kill this traitorous bastard like you're paid to do!
2: Lord Governor, I thought this was just a a, a show, a, a little festive thing for the crowd
1: the crowd that had fallen dead silent for the lord governor starts to rumble and churn tension mounting and public opinion teetering on the brink the lord governor holds his hand up brings it down and everyone falls silent again this traitor dale Snowthorn, is guilty of conspiracy to treason We have evidence sufficient to convict and Commander Antony has authorized his execution on this day. But as a show of what happens to traitors, he will be executed in public by my left hand. And all the while, as he's giving this speech, he is walking slowly down to the battlefield. And he is not ten feet away when he says again. Now I will not ask you a second time. Finish it.
2: Isaac looks down at Dale. Kicks him so that his uh, neck would be in the right position for a beheading. I told you. I told you how this ends.
1: I know. And he kind of spits some blood onto the dirt. Turns out we were both right, weren't we? This ends when we end it. One way or the other. Dale can't see this,
2: neither can the Lord Gov, but um, tears are literally streaming down his face. Damn it, Dale. Uh, He raises the axe up, pivots himself towards the Lord Governor, and cleaves his head clean off in
1: one sweep. (laughs) And right as the blade makes connection with his flabby gray throat, we snap back to the puppet show and see the Isaac puppet throw his ax at the head of the Lord Governor puppet and the head pops off and flies into the crowd. I would like athletics checks from everyone but guard.
0: Ah, catch the bouquet! <laughs> oh my god! So the next one. <laughs>
3: this is so
0: dark. Did you say Jeez. athletics check.
1: Athletics check from everyone but guard. Oh my god! I'm gonna god. do one for Sphinx
0: as well because he. Yes, really wants please. To do one. So this is for Harissa first. So she got a 13.
3: June.
1: 21.
0: Yeah, June catches the head. The
1: wooden head of the Lord <laughs> Governor Hakoda Agra slams right into your hands, and all eyes turn to oh, you. Oh shit! No one seems upset with you. Everyone is just very excited that someone <sighs> caught it. That's the mood right now.
0: It's being said. Oh, I wanted to catch it. You're going to make such a lovely beheader.
3: She's holding the head and she kind of twists it around to look at its eyes. And she just keeps saying, it's not right. That's not, this is not right. That's not correct. That is not, that is not right. This is not right. This is, that's not what happened, that's not, this is not what, this, this is not right, this is not, this is, this is not right, and she's just spiraling.
0: June, June, look at me, look at me, June. Safra's going to put her hands over June's hands like, like while she's holding the, the head and sort of pull it down so that it's kind of not so they can make eye contact If this is true Isaac just saved your father's life
1: As you say a good thing the crowd starts to move in and they seem to be
4: intent on hoisting June celebratorily I do not know if this much attention is a good thing
3: Uh, June's going to try to get
4: off of Guard. Guard's going to try not to let her.
0: Guard, I think we need to not alert the crowd. We need to go along with this.
4: Very hesitantly, Guard is going to lift June off of his shoulders, put her down in front of him. He's going to look to Harissa, and then he is going to look to Mr. Spinks, and he is going to say eyes open
1: you is set down and immediately taken up by everyone as the crowd hoists her into the air and explodes into applause carrying her and like tossing her up in the air uh, as the one lucky enough to catch the head of the lord governor guard you Manage to, in the chaos of everything that's happening, be perceived as almost a set piece, right? And you're sort of moving through the crowd, kind of staying with June. And by the end of it, in a flash, June, you are sitting on the Lord Governor's throne with his head in your hands. Guard is just beneath the riser on your right. And villagers dressed as Agra assassins begin to pour out into the puppet theater, menacingly bearing stick and twig daggers at Isaac and Dale. Harissa, this is a weird situation and you're not 100% sure (laughs) where it could break bad. You do know that a bunch of people presenting as assassins Mm. just wandered onto the puppet show and are currently play fighting these puppets they're wearing the exact same fucking uniform of the assassins that very nearly killed you
0: oh shit uh, i can't see any like real weapons they all look like twigs and
1: at a glance they look i mean th- some of them are wood right some of them look more real than others but there's nothing that's like oh this is clearly like n- none of them have like a big sword or anything right, right, right like right. it's it's it seems it seems like it's part of the show Mm -hmm. And you sort of strafe around this back end of this crowd, watching, making sure that June and Gard are safe as they Mm -hmm. are kind of foisted to the the riser. And as you hit kind of the end of the crowd, you sort of step under, you know, an eaves, next to a rain barrel, you're kind of stopped. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Uh, You notice that Jethro is actually uh, standing there.
0: Where the fuck have you been?
1: And he is (laughs) uh, a little... Kind of, he's like leaning against the barrel a little bit.
0: Uh, Jethro, where have you been?
1: No response. He is just watching this fight as Dale and Isaac swing axes wildly and just like a bollywood fucking film like are fighting off all of these assassins the puppets are like they're, they're doing that thing where like one goes down on one knee and the other one launches off of the the, the leg like,
0: crouching tiger hidden dragon type stuff, yeah you know,
1: big what I mean? big sort of uh, uh over-the-top wuxia vibes here yeah. um as they just back-to-back spin and defend one another from these assailants
0: He's just not paying attention to me in any way. He's not even acknowledging. He's not reacting.
1: Me. No, he's not acknowledging you. Kill him.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm literally resisting the urge to punch him. Uh, I think what she's gonna do is do what Grammy Rosa used to do to her and pinch his ear and pull it down to her and be like, "What is happening?"
1: You pinch his ear and you pull him and he topples into you. And crashes into the ground. What? Blood running <gasps> from just under his rib. Jethro is dead. Oh, shit. And I need everyone to roll initiative. Harissa, do you want to take, you know, kind of this opportunity to signal to everyone in any way that something is wrong? Because I will let you set up a combat with that.
0: All right, table talk. Do I cause a panic?
1: Uh, I am not going to allow you guys to table talk that specific oh, decision. Just do what you want. Uh, because you guys can't, yeah, you guys can't it. even fictitiously communicate here.
0: I know, I just... Yeah,
1: this is one of those rare situations where you guys are, I can't. We're the across whole, a crowd from each other. The whole yeah. thing here is
4: that you guys can't communicate. I trust you as a player and I trust Harissa. Mm-hmm. Do what you want.
0: Harissa's gonna hide the body behind the water bar.
4: Okay, Uh,
1: there's enough of a distraction happening up front that I think that nobody is necessarily going to see, but the trade-off there is that June and Guard are not going to see. Isaac, uh, you and Acer have moved back to the rendezvous point a couple blocks away from the town square uh, when you see June on a riser holding the head of a puppet, the center of everyone's attention.
2: I guess we're not trying for incognito anymore.
3: June is not, she is not smiling. She is not. She is very stiff right now. She's sitting straight up.
1: Would Isaac be able to read her body language? Isaac, why don't you go ahead and give me an insight check? You're going to make this an advantage, and I'm going to say it's a DC 10 to figure out that something is wrong. It's a DC 15 to figure out that June is in the middle of a complete dissociating panic attack. 21. You distinctly remember... What may have been the only time June ever saw you and Dale fight. And that's what's going through your head. The fights that you've had with Dale. The fights that you've had on behalf of men that don't deserve your support or power. June's seen one of them. And she was strong enough then to break it up. June is gone. Something is very, very, very wrong.
2: Hey, hey, hold back a bit. I I got some family business going on. How could I cause a ruckus? Let's see. Something that could pull everyone's attention away from June... Isaac whistles, and you would hear rumbling of a very large primordial boar heading towards the area.
1: Holy shit. Okay. CJ? Is CJ, uh, CJ going to charge the crowd?
2: He's not going to charge the crowd. <laughs> He's trying to build a, a distraction, so he'd probably run into the least amount of people, but cause an issue.
1: Why don't you give me this is absolutely gonna be made an advantage. Why don't you give me a um a performance check, I think is what this is. Uh or intimidation, your choice.
2: Um, I'll do intimidation. Come on, CJ. Well, that's a twenty-two.
1: What does this look like when CJ barrels through this crowd?
2: You tell me. As A Seers like looking around uh isaac just pulls him by the back of his his cloak just in time as cj runs by knocking a few pedestrians out the way and just collides with a large i'm guessing like festival cart that they have with a whole bunch of supplies and and food and just starts stamping around and causing property damage
0: my cabbages
1: (laughs) (laughs) the crowd has turned entirely to cj guard harissa june you have seen that cj has burst in and has decimated uh, a local fucking cabbage cart
0: yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> the crowd is thoroughly distracted which is going to do a couple of things it is going to alert any potential enemies to isaac's presence it certainly alerts all of you to isaac's presence It is going to give you advantage on anything you need to do that involves the crowd being distracted for the next round.
4: And I think that's going
1: to be it for Isaac. We move to guard.
4: Seeing Isaac, seeing the boar, guard mostly has been watching uh, June this whole time. I think that although he does not understand exactly what's going on, he is interpreting all of those high emotions that are happening as danger. The boar... Shaking things up kind of jostles him out of that. He's going to hop up on the stage, pick up June, and start to book it out of there.
1: June, do you resist?
4: No. I imagine it like guard seeing all of this, hops up on the stage, leans down, and just whispers, time to go, June, and just picks her up as gently as he can, and then leaps off stage and starts just running. (laughs) Are you running through the puppet show or around it? The most direct path, regardless of whether that's a good idea.
1: You are going to take several opportunity attacks. Uh, Guard does 12 hit? No. Guard does 15 hit? No. Impressive. You see all of these performers sort of get out of your way as uh, you just barrel over toward Harissa.
4: Do I notice like things clanging into my sides as I'm running through?
1: No. All of you, uh, arrive, uh, at the water barrel and see Jethro kind of crammed into the corner there. Uh, that is, I'm going to say movement and action from guard, uh, unless cool. you want to rage. No, I think that's not it. yet. June.
3: Azek's still back there.
4: It's okay, June.
3: She's going to try to get out of guard's arms. Put me down.
4: No.
1: I need contested athletics. She can do acrobatics. She can.
3: It's a 23.
0: Oh, shit
1: a 10 oh fuck june you remember a bout of training with your mother where she explicitly taught you how to break free of someone trying to sort of over the shoulder carry you away and that recollection is decidedly marked by her having only one arm And on a 23, you take one arm, wrap it around guard's throat, pull yourself free, and flip over him, standing behind him. You're completely free.
3: She wants to get up high. That's her safe zone. I'm going to find whatever I can, barrel or something, jump up on it, and get up on top of a roof.
1: No question. Uh, That is, we'll say, half your total movement.
3: Okay, the rest of it, um, I'm just going to use looking for Isaac.
1: Okay, uh, go ahead and roll me a, uh, we'll say an investigation uh, check. 17. On a 17, as you make it up onto the roof and you kind of hoist yourself up uh, with, your, with, your, with your staff, you glance down, see one of the performing assassins give you a sidelong glance and then shift into the crowd of other costumed assassins and you lose track of them. And then you sweep Clock Isaac He's a couple of blocks back, tucked behind a corner. Movement action. You have bonus if you want to step of the wind.
3: Yeah, I'm going to use uh, step of the wind to get to Isaac.
1: 40 feet of movement. You're down. You're above him. You're not to him. You're on the on the roof still. I'm going to say you run out of movement at that point, but uh, you're pretty close. So if you want to yell at him, you can.
3: Uh, I just want to drop the head.
1: Isaac, the wooden head of Hakoda Agra I falls next to you. Totally normal day.
2: June, this is not the, okay uh ace hey, this is june my niece um we might things things are getting a little hectic maybe you should stay back
1: i don't think i particularly want any part of this um that's fair june what what is going on
3: we need to go we need to go right now come on
1: we're gonna cut to Harissa.
0: Clear the way, make sure that we can get to the exit. Harissa's gonna shimmy up the way she was gonna go anyway, so she's gonna get up onto the roof. And using the same way she communicated with Isaac way back in the first arc, with the with the hand signals yeah. from up on the tower. Um basically like Jethro's fucking dead, we need to fucking book it. Like now. <laughs> like
2: Can I say with that? Can I do a perception check?
1: Yes.
0: Oh, it was 20.
2: A two. (laughs) Uh,
1: I will say that this is this is a thing you generally just know how to do. So Harissa has gotten your attention and you sense urgency. Some of the finer details. Somebody's dead. You're not sure what's happening. Gotcha. All right. The crowd has managed to disperse somewhat as people flee toward the broken cart. The uproarious pig smoke starts to rise from a distant building. Fire. Harissa, I need you to roll me a constitution save, please.
0: A whole five.
1: (laughs) Harissa, Uh... you feel a little bee sting uh, into your side and your body immediately locks up and you fall to the ground prone.
0: Oh shit, fall off the roof?
1: Uh, Oh, you were on the roof. Uh, You fall to the roof. Okay. Uh, You you are still up there. You are incapacitated, you have a speed of zero. Isaac, I'm gonna need you, I'm gonna need you to do the same thing, please. Okay, that's a nine. Isaac, you likewise feel a prick and fall to the ground. Guard, does a 16 hit? Yes. You take 28 points of slashing damage.
0: Jesus, what the? As
1: you feel a blade grind up under your chest piece. And you glance down to see one of the performing assassins driving a dagger into you. They are then going to, bonus action, disengage back into the crowd. You do manage to keep an eye on them. So you can, on your next turn, you can find them and deal with them if you want. Okay. Isaac, you're on the ground?
2: Mm Mm-hmm. I would telepathically get CJ over here, though. Okay. Okay
1: one of the assassins drops in front of you spins his blade around drives it into your side
2: Mm -hmm.
1: you're incapacitated so that's going to be advantage
2: and automatic crit
1: Does a 22 hit oh yeah isaac that is 27 points of slashing damage got it and he is going to bonus action disengage but he's not going far. So he's taking about a 10 foot step back. Fuck
3: him up, June. Is it my turn yet? Nope.
1: Everybody flees, everybody (laughs) flees, everybody flees, everybody flees, Uh, there's chaos. You have managed to keep track of two of the assassins that have attacked so far. Guard knows where one is, Isaac and June know where the other is. June, now it is your turn.
3: So I see the the guy that just stabbed Isaac. Yep. So with my movement, I want to jump down from the roof onto how far away is this guy?
1: Uh, he's within fifteen feet.
3: Okay, I want to jump down from the roof and come at him with a two-handed quarterstaff attack. Uh, that's a nat twenty for twenty-six. Ooh, yeah.
1: Incredible! Nice. Incredible! We love that.
4: That's what I'm talking about, Juniper. <laughs>
1: Go ahead and do that crit damage.
3: Twelve damage. Great. Um. Then uh, I'm gonna hit him with flurry of blows. Amazing. Does a twenty-one hit?
1: Uh, twenty-one definitely hits. Yeah. yeah. And you get another one?
3: No, nah, that doesn't hit. That's a ten. Does that hit? No, ten
2: does not hit. No. Nah. Okay, hit. so the first one was five. Also, what level are we?
1: Five? Uh, June. June is extra you attack. attack. You have another yeah, you can
3: attack? Attack again? Oh, I do. I forgot. Uh, does a 19 hit?
1: Yes, it does.
0: Nice.
3: All right. And that's nine points of damage.
1: Okay. And
2: you also at fifth level have stunning strike.
1: <gasps> I forgot about stunning strike. Do you want to stun this guy? Yeah. yeah. All right. Where's burns some bond. Sp- and then I'm pretty sure it's just a saving throw, right? It's con save? Con save. Yes. Uh, what's your bond save, DC? 14. Okay. Uh, this guy is stunned.
3: Like everything is in slow motion and it's very much like a Tai Chi type moment. And then at the very end, she slams her fist into his forehead.
1: That is huge. All right, June, Uh, I believe that's going to be your turn. Isaac, it is your turn.
2: You just hear, uh, like you get the smell of rain as you feel some sort of storm might be coming Uh, as I cast Thunder Smite. Yeah, and I would like for um i'll do the con save right now that one. Oh. but also um i did i did say cj was on his way
1: yeah you've got cj yeah cj uh is gonna barrel up to you and this assassin
2: cj is going to use his because he ran over here was it at least 20 feet from oh yeah okay so he's gonna do his charge with his tusk attack 19 a 19 absolutely hits all right, he takes 10 damage first. Nice. And then uh, the target takes an extra 2d6 slashing damage for three, okay. uh, but also has to make a DC 13 strength saving throw or be knocked prone.
1: Incapacitated automatically fails strength uh, and deck saves. Yeah, so there's no roll here. It's just an automatic fail. It's because he's stunned. Uh, he, locked up by June's sort of jamming bond, takes CJ's... Full charge and tusks straight to the chest, and is just sprawling out on the ground. Uh, He is now prone and incapacitated.
2: Okay, and then CJ will just sit by, guarding Acer more than Isaac, but that's my turn.
4: Okay, guard. It's your turn. I can follow the guy that was attacking me, but it's it's also still like a crowd of people. Like, I don't know how many... There might be many, many assassins for all I You realize.
1: have no idea how many assassins there are. You just know that one stabbed you, and you, you, they did not get away from you.
4: Okay. Um, how many people are in the crowd?
1: It's a, it's a pretty dense crowd at this point. It's starting to thin out, but it's a, it was a smallish area, really full of people, that has moved to like a fairly large area with a decent amount of people.
4: I don't want to kill all of them. It doesn't matter. This is what's happening. Seeing that uh, I don't know how many combatants there are. I Whatever that was that just hit me would kill most of the people that I'm with. Uh-huh. I I could take out that one assassin, but I see Isaac is stumbling. I see there's trouble over there. I'm going to take out the Saluna coin, oh. and I'm going to flip it. Oh, shit. Forgot about that. Uh, let me flip a coin.
1: All right. It's Head, Sun, Tails, Moon, right? Yeah.
4: That is Tails. Oh, God. Did you just cast the Darkness spell? So I want to cast Darkness over... Where, where the people were that I think might be the assassins and like the crowd. Yeah. Honestly, that's so much better because the other one would have caught all everyone on fire. Yeah. I want to do it in such a way that I'm just like getting as much of the crowd as possible including the assassin that I know is the assassin. Okay. Um, and then I am going to charge around the darkness mm-hmm. to June and Isaac. Um, put myself in front of Isaac standing next to June. And then with my bonus action, all of the filigree will start to glow, and I will rage. (gasps) Okay. And I'll take out my axe. Amazing. Kind of give June a little nod. All right. Uh, We have lost another
1: one of the assassins in a cloud of darkness. Uh, Harissa, uh, you are incapacitated. You have bonus actions that you could theoretically take, presumably. Uh, You also have sphinx, which I think may be the same thing
0: sphinx is gonna be like what what like shaking her kind of shoulders um while she's just like frozen on the ground i think he's gonna look around to see if there's anything like immediately like he needs to be careful of and then he's just gonna kind of just be over her just to protect her for for the moment
1: okay Um, uh we'll treat that as um uh, i'll impose disadvantage on attacks against you which means that they'll be rolling flat.
0: He's looking around at the moment to see, like, what might have caused Teresa to, like, fall over. Can he see anything?
1: Uh, no. There. Well, darkness now.
0: Oh, yeah. Big old cloud of black.
1: Go ahead and roll me that con save, please.
0: Nat 20, baby. Yeah, baby!
1: Nice. You are back up. Uh, no, no movement.
0: I just imagine her shooting suddenly, like, sitting up and then, like, headbutting Sphinx. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: The crowd starts to disperse out from the cloud of darkness a little bit. Uh, You all see sort of people running in a bunch of different directions, some of them dressed as assassins, some of them not. And you see that a fair number of people are headed toward the source of the smoke on the far west side of town. And they don't seem to be particularly interested in you as they panic about the fate of their little town. And in fact, Isaac and CJ, you see, Acer kind of getting antsy, and he says, uh, "I don't, uh, I don't think I should be uh, letting everybody else help put out this fire without pitching in." You know, we we we, we we're we're kind of all in this together.
2: CJ nudges him towards the fire.
1: All right, uh, well, don't don't y'all go getting killed, huh? Eh? And he runs off toward the fire. Uh, we are going to take some attacks here harissa does a 23 hit she just
0: got up
1: you know what actually i'm (laughs) sorry i need to roll that at disadvantage because of sphinx
0: yeah i was gonna say thanks does a a 17 hit yes
1: uh, you take five points of slashing damage as one of these assassins whips up from the ledge, stabs you in the shin, and then drops back down. Oh, in the shin, little bastard. Uh, Harissa, you lose them back into the cloud of darkness. June, there's a 20 hit. Yes. You take 22 points of slashing damage. <laughs> Oh, oh no. Okay. As one of the assassins that was sort of running by towards the fire whips around and slices at your side. Okay. Ouch. And June, I need you to make me a concept. That's a seven. Uh, June, from above, you feel something sink into your shoulder as your entire body goes numb and you collapse onto the ground. No! Oh. June and Isaac can see one of these two assassins and can follow. They're not disengaging. They're just staying on top of June now that you're both incapacitated. Bastard. June, it's your turn. Cool. I want to get out of this. Uh, then go ahead and make your content. Said at that 20.
3: Yeah, that's better. I pop up and flip off the guy.
1: That's the second Nat 20 we've had to resist these darts. That's wild. Yeah. I'm Junior worried.
2: we had a Nat 1 too.
1: Right. Junior back on your feet. Uh no no movement required. You are standing right in front of another one of these assassins. Uh but that is the end of your turn. We move to Isaac. Uh Isaac, it is your and CJ's turn.
2: Does CJ see the next are uh, that assassin as well?
1: CJ unless CJ went with Acer, there CJ's right there.
2: No, I just nudged him. Um just to go. But yeah, he's gonna Go after that guy as I try this con save yet
1: again. Okay.
2: It's not a nat 20. It's a natural 19 for a 22. Oh, That's
1: pretty good though. Uh, you are uh, back up, but you're still prone.
2: Okay. Can I do my movement or is it? No, it's end of turn. Never mind. Um mm-hmm. Then CJ's going to hit, try and hit this guy. Uh, an 18 for 12 damage.
1: All right. That definitely hits. As
2: he just, just starts stomping on him.
1: 12 damage. Uh, okay. Is that going to be it for CJ?
2: Uh, yeah. Just staying by Isaac, trying to be a big menacing boar.
1: Isaac, as you kind of blink and sort of come to, you see all eyes turn to you. You are the object of their immediate attention. Uh oh. We jump to guard.
4: Okay, my plan changed six times this round. Yeah. <laughs> I had a whole thing, but I'm okay. Guard looks over his shoulder, sees Isaac and June coming back to consciousness. A part of him that was panicked kind of settles a little bit. And he is going to look to the assassin that is closest to him that he can see. He is going to step up to them. And without a word, he is going to take two swings with his axe at them. Uh, Reckless, of course. Is there any other way? Uh, That is a 22 on the first hit. That hits. Oh, my God. It's going to be so much damage. <laughs> 21 damage on the first hit. Nice. The axe radiates necrotic energy that, like, eats away at their flesh. Yeah, 22 again to hit. Yeah, and that then, hits. Uh, 12 damage on the second hit.
1: Uh, He is hurt, uh, but nowhere near dead.
4: Could I reach down and lift up Isaac to his feet?
1: I'll let you go ahead and do that.
4: Cool. So I see Isaac, and I'm just going to put my one good arm kind of under his shoulder and get him up to his feet. And that'll be my turn.
1: Uh, as you do that, uh, you hear the assassin that you just cleaved fairly mortally say, the old one, that's the target. That's Drummer. Oh, Who sure. you call old?
3: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> Harissa, it is your turn. You cannot see any of the assassins, but you do see people fleeing from the cloud, some of which are
4: dressed as assassins.
0: Does dark vision work inside that darkness? No. It's
4: magical darkness. Shit. Yeah, sorry about that. I was hoping it would make the assassins less able to pinpoint us, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> it did give me a bit of a cup game where, like, I could just send them back in and send other assassins out, and you're never sure which one is which
0: okay i'm gonna jump along the rooftops towards where i saw isaac and june and is there a clear shot of the one i've i almost i'm assuming once i get there i look down and i see like two assassins out in the open yep i'd like to take a shot at the one that's still standing
1: okay yeah absolutely Sharpshooter or no
0: oh yeah why not does a 20 hit
1: it does indeed uh, go ahead and roll damage.
0: 17 plus.
1: You're going to do some bonus damage here.
0: Yeah, you'll be a bonus damage. So 20 damage.
1: This arrow <laughs> into the flank of this assassin, kind of smoldering slightly, he, oh, pats out the fire as your tattoo sort of thrums and glows.
0: Ooh, cool. Yeah.
1: Is that all from you or does Sphinx have some, some, uh, some action here?
0: At the moment, Sphinx is just sort of like covering my six. Um, okay just in case another one fucking comes up over the roof or something. Okay, um, great. I would like to attack again, if I'm able.
1: Yes, you do have a second attack, of course. will yes, yeah. five. I'm going to get used to that one of these days.
0: Nah, I only got a six that time.
1: So. Yeah, that ain't going to hit. The crowd has now largely filtered out of the cloud of darkness and away from the town center, as the vast majority of denizens of this town frantically make their way to either the fire or their nearby homes to prevent it from spreading and protect their valuables. A few take some notice of the chaos in and amongst your group, but it is dark enough and hectic enough that no one quite understands what you're up against there are several assassins that you can see that now kind of line the streets and none of you are quite sure whether they are performers trying to save their home or hired killers one by one they're going to take some actions guard yes the one standing is going to swing on you and 11 presumably does not hit
4: With advantage, I
1: recklessly attacked. Yep, thank y'all. Keep me honest. That's worse. That's a nine. Yeah, that'll miss. In a blind fury, this assassin... uh, uh! All right. Regroup. Disengage. It's going to try to hide in the crowd. Everyone can track where this one is. Harissa? Yes? It was very smart of you. To put sphinx on watch
0: damn right it was i knew it i knew it was <laughs> coming up behind me. they always come up behind me
1: that's a nine to hit nope okay we'll see if this guy gets away as well you hear as this assassin wrenches himself up onto the roof Dagger in hand, and you hear Sphinx let out a yell, a missed attack, and a disengage, and a jump, and you watch them run away. In fact, you all watch them duck down into an alley. You all know where they are. The situation is certainly hectic, but it may have been tipped for you all just slightly. You know of at least three assassins. You know where two of them are. And June, it is your turn. I believe you're back on your feet after an at 20.
3: Mm Mm-hmm. So the guy that was hit by Harissa's arrow is no longer... He ran away.
1: He is one of the ones that you can see. He's one of the ones that did not hide well. So you can... He's still got the arrow in his leg.
3: Can I... I'm going to... Shoot uh, a balsam bolt at him. Fabulous. Well, that's a 22.
1: Amazing. Yeah, that absolutely hits.
3: That's uh, nine points of damage. And he is... Sticky stab targets. Movement speed is halved. And this lasts until the end of their next turn. Okay. I want to close the distance. And with my bonus attack, I'm going to do Flurry of Blows. Butts. Ugh, that's a seven.
1: Seven doesn't hit. Fucking butts.
3: Yeah. Butts, butts, butts. <laughs> Okay. Uh, that's a 22. 22 absolutely hits. Hey, that's uh, seven points of damage.
1: Great. And you get extract aspects on him as well. I think that's awesome. June's turn. Yep. Isaac, I believe you're up for the first time this uh, in this combat.
2: Yep. Can I get to the ones we can see?
1: You can get to either of them. June has one covered, and you know one is kind of tucked into an alley behind you.
2: And they're after me.
1: They're after you specifically. You also know that one has headed into the crowd you can roughly place them you can roughly place them but you're not positive which one it is
2: (laughs) i know i need to keep myself up but at the same time i really want to smite something we're on like (laughs) episode 40 yeah i'm gonna go for the one june's roughing up okay that's
1: a 11 to hit no an 11 does not hit unfortunately i'm gonna
2: swing again uh an 18
1: an 18 does hit
2: uh, that is nine points of slashing damage plus the two I gotta add the 2d6 for the thunder smite uh, that's another six points of damage and then I'm gonna put a regular smite into it as
4: well let's go
2: that's another 21 points of damage Isaac
1: what does it look like when you kill this man
2: um as june's running toward and just Popping this dude upside the head. June, you just feel a presence of a storm behind you. Similar to the theater you just watched as Isaac takes his axe and kind of like a backhanded slap motion, brings it up, pushes his shield him up into the wall with his shield and then just cleaves straight through this guy's jaw so that his bottom half of his mouth is still attached to his neck. And then you see as the sound of thunder cracks against this wall, which now has cracks in it as the axe is embedded into it. And the top part of that
1: man's head just falls to the ground. And as this happens, you hear his final choking, gurgling word. Traitor. As he falls to the ground dead.
2: They're here for me. And he'll put shield himself in front of June.
0: is gonna sort of look down over the edge and see... <laughs> God, just pummeling this, this guy. What she will do, though, is... I do want her to do a perception check on the crowd just if she can spot a difference between like if she can see the glint of actual metal on one of them or something.
1: Uh, Harissa you clock one glance back at the beheading for a little too long.
0: Mm Hmm. I'm going to put Hunter's mark on that one.
1: I huge, love rangers so much. <laughs> He's huge. not going anywhere.
4: Fuck yes.
1: Not for like the rest of his life. Hunter's Mark's range is insane. <laughs> forever.
4: <laughs> forever.
1: That's huge. You know, 20
0: years from now, he'll be laying in his bed. I'll get him. Um... <laughs> Sleeping with one eye open forever.
1: Yeah, that's 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 very good.
0: Oh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put my button on an arrow and basically kind of like bug him with it, if that makes sense.
4: Oh, that's so cool.
1: That's insane. Yeah, go ahead and roll me an attack. 28. That absolutely hits. (laughs) 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 Harrison, what does this look like?
0: I think she looks down at guard, nods, as she scans the crowd and sees that one that she's like, that's fucking sus. She kind of focuses in on him, without even thinking, pulls the button and an arrow out, slips the the button onto the arrow and just fires through. I want it kind of like through almost, I want it through a buttonhole. I want it through a fucking (laughs) buttonhole is where I want this to go. So he doesn't know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
1: I think that you just uh, put this arrow through a fold of cloth, leaving the button eye tangled up in his assassin's jerkin. The button eye is now attached to uh, this hunter's marked target.
0: Um, And now I'm just gonna focus my attention back on um, the one that God's dealing with.
1: Does Sphinx have any action?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Is he able to um, drop down on top of the the one that's there? Yeah. (laughs)
1: I'll even give him advantage on that attack.
0: Oh shit, all right, let's do it. He gets, so 23 is the highest. 23
1: absolutely hits, go ahead and roll damage.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so six damage in total.
1: (laughs) Amazing. Uh, Still up, and Sphinx is now kind of clawing at this guy's face. (laughs) Isaac, you feel a surge of familiar power, a long forgotten friend. And you're kind of standing in that moment. (sighs) Tusks bared. Axe born. The might of your oath echoing through the very foundation of this building. And then you feel a little pinprick. Damn it. I need you to make me a constitution saving throw, please. These fucking saves. A ten. You fall to the ground. Incapacitated. And a villager walks by, hustling to the source of the fire at another, and then a third that stops, drops to a knee, and says,
4: You're at right there, mate?
1: Yeah, I didn't think so. Which is good, because if you were, that'd be a problem for me. Does a 24 hit? Yes. You take 28 points of piercing damage as this man pushes his dagger into your chest. You fall unconscious.
2: There's a moment where he's, like he said earlier, I'm just tired. And then there's like tree roots going through his soul. (laughs) You're not done. And with his relentless endurance, Isaac pops back up, grabs him by the scruff of his cloak, says, you're right. That wouldn't be good for you.
0: Goodness gracious, that was one hell of an ending. As always, thank you all for listening, but special thanks to our patrons, Darlene Wallace, Dark Steel Panda, and the Eldest Barry, our beautiful, witty, fantastic, and wonderful rally defenders. We couldn't do this without you. Thank you again for your support, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye.